all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. What's going on, everybody? Come on in. It is Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and to command your week with the power of prayer. Prayer is going to be amazing as it always is. Number one, because God is with us. Number two, because we are gathered together. And when we pray together, amazing, amazing things happen. So I want you to come on in, like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. We are live on the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church YouTube, Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church Facebook, and we'll be adding our Instagram fam in just about two minutes, but I want to give you an opportunity to share before we add our Instagram fam. Let's also not forget our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family is also with us, and we are so very blessed to be able to share and have prayer go out to so many people, multiplied uh, uh, multitudes, really, of people that get prayer. The the, uh, the half is, it goes untold. We'll know how many people have been reached when we stand in front of the Lord because that's just the benefit of all of the different mediums that we use. Sometimes we don't know full reach of how many people are reached. But when you share, guess what? People get saved. So I need you to go on and be a digital missionary and share. What's a missionary? It's one that would travel somewhere in order to spread the gospel. So you get to be a missionary literally right there from your home, right there from your device when you click share. So going to be a missionary tonight. And again, we're going to add our Instagram fam uh, in just a moment across all of our platforms. Also, welcome everybody on the Harvest channel. We're so grateful and glad that you are on with us tonight. Prayer is going to be powerful, y'all, as it always is. I know that uh, you have a great anticipation for prayer, just like I do. Prayer is something that we get to do. Prayer is not something that we have to do. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. We always want to move and we always want to walk um, with that understanding that this is something that we get to do. This is not something that we have to do. This is not something that we are forced to do. Uh, prayer is a privilege. We're going to add our Instagram fam. It's seven o'clock on the dot. We're going to add all of our Instagram fam in uh, tonight. And I'm just going to put this right there. Boom. All right. There we go. All right. There we go. We're going to add all of our Instagram fam. We're alive everywhere, everybody. Thanks, guys, for that. We're live everybody uh, everywhere. Come on in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share this thing tonight. Where you're watching from. Where you're watching from. Uh, let me know where you're watching from tonight. Um, listen, while you're coming in, uh, like, where, share, LWS, while you're coming in tonight, just a couple of quick announcements before we jump into prayer tonight. It's going to be powerful like it always is. It's going to be powerful like it always is. Here's what I need uh, for you to be mindful of. A couple of things. Number one, if you don't have our app, get our app. How do you do it? You're going to text the word HARVEST to the phone number 55498. And when you do that, you're going to be able to get our app. And you'll be able to connect with us. You can get music messages and so much more right there through our app. Hey, San Diego, South Florida, Colorado Springs. Good to see you. Come on, Tampa. Um, and so we want you to do that. Can I get a few of you to type that on every platform? Text the word HARVEST to 55498. And again, when you do that, you'll be able to get our app, stay connected to everything that's happening with Harvest. You get our podcast and so much more. We just finished an amazing series called Love Songs. Y'all wave at me uh, if that series, Love Songs, was a blessing to you. I loved preaching it and learning from it. Um, one of the greatest things that you can ever do if you're ever put in a position of leadership is realize that just as much as you are leading, you are also learning because leaders are learners. Hey, Mobile, Alabama, Louisiana, Jacksonville, Florida. Good to see everybody. Come on in. Hey, Denver. And we are lots of places tonight and so glad uh, that you are with us on tonight. Let me also on tonight. That is so churchy to say on tonight. Uh, who grew up old school church where they said stuff like that? On tonight, on today, on tomorrow. I was adding on before it. Anyway, 
Make sure that you get our app. All right. Let me also say this. If you're in the Atlanta area, I'd love for you to be a part of our Harvest Church Atlanta launch team. How can you do that? Again, here's another text for you. Text the word H-C-A-T-L. That's one word, Harvest Church Atlanta, H-C-A-T-L to 55498. When you do that, you'll be able to get connected. I see y'all laughing. You'll be able to get connected to everything related to Harvest Church Atlanta. So many amazing things are happening. And we're excited about that. Uh, so text H-C-A-T-L to 55498. I love this comment. The entire series was such a good revelation. I love the way you break it down. That is so good. You know, listen, here's here's what we have to do, guys. In life, we love, we learn, then we love better. That's like life. Like, don't beat yourself up because of past failures and past mistakes. That's going to bother me if I don't correct that. Don't beat yourself up because of failures and past mistakes and things where things went wrong, etc. Realize that you are literally, you're going to live, you're going to learn, then you're going to live better. Like your mistakes are the things that are going to make you better. Can I just get you to make that declaration? My mistakes make me better. All right. Your mistakes make you better. And so you got to be mindful of that. All right. Hey, Aurora, good to see you. Um, so listen, want you to do that. Let me also say thank you. Yesterday, uh, we preached uh, yesterday evening uh, for uh, one of my great friends uh, here uh, in the city of Denver. It was his 15-year anniversary, and we preached it, and uh, it was such a phenomenal time. Um, um, a lot of our dream team, some of our dream team rather, came and were with me. It was limited seating, and uh, so we didn't say a whole lot about it, And uh, and uh, but it was amazing to see uh, how many harvesters came and were with me yesterday from our dream team and others. And so thank you so much. Love you. Appreciate you. It was phenomenal. And uh, you, listen, we knew seating was going to be uh, limited and what have you, uh, and, and so we did that. And um, we didn't. We chose not to do a private straight. Just there were some audio things that uh, we didn't want to uh, be an obstruction to the word going forward. But let me tell you, it was so powerful. And then uh, even yesterday, one of their ministers escorted me in. I, I told her, I said, I feel like this is prom. I said, like, this is the, the, the Botillion. I got escorted in and uh, and, any, and all of that. So it was phenomenal. So thank God for that. It was a phenomenal time. All right. Listen, guys, um, as we move into prayer, I see it was awesome. Come on. If you were there last night, thank you so much. I appreciate you. It's always good. You know, talk is cheap, action speaks. So it was so good to see uh, those of you that were there um, and uh, and moving in that. Hey, Central Park in the Mile High. Wow. I didn't know we had a park in Denver called Central Park. It was amazing weather today um, in Denver, and so to God be the glory for that. And that's right, I preached three times yesterday, 9.15, 11.15, and 5 o'clock, and, uh, and so it was a phenomenal time, but it was great to celebrate with my friend. Um, and listen, honor is something that's so important, um, and, uh, and it's so important um, um, that, that, that principle of honor is always something that is done and something that is practiced. So whenever I have an opportunity, I'm a pro-man of God type of leader. And, uh, and so I believe in uh, men and women of God. I believe uh, in leadership. I believe in honor. I'm a man in authority, but watch me. I'm also under authority. So I don't just tell people what to do. I have literally submitted my life uh, uh, for all of my days. I've submitted my life uh, to the um, leadership of another. All right. Let me just teach you all this principle. It doesn't matter what you're over. It matters what you're under and who you're under. A lot of people want to talk about I'm over all of this, but the reality is, is that none of that matters if you have not mastered the principle of submission, all right? That's what the Bible says, that Jesus is was meek. If I say meek, some of y'all typed that on the screen, meek, M-E-E-K. He was meek, and meek doesn't mean weak. Meek means he was submissive. That means Jesus knew when it was time for him to be the leader and run the show and call the shots, and he also knew when it was time for him to back down and be quiet. I just said something right there, because when John the Baptist was alive, John the Baptist was the incumbent prophet of the day. He was the one that was running the show. So much so, can I teach you for just a moment? We're going to get into prayer, but let me teach you this principle. So much so um, that Jesus goes to John to be ordained into the ministry. What do you mean, Bishop? When he goes to John to be baptized, he wasn't being baptized like you and I think of it. Jesus didn't need to be forgiven for his sins. He had committed no sins. When he goes to John, that baptism is a Hebrew custom called mikvah, M-I-K-V-A-H. What that literally means is that Jesus goes to John to be ordained into the ministry. A mikvah was used for four different things, um, and one of those things was ordination 
into the ministry. So when he goes to John and he submits to John, listen, he submits to John and John says, I'm not even worthy to uh, take your sandals off. And he said, boy, come on, take me through this process. In other words, even God showed us how to submit. Come on. I just need somebody to type on the screen. I'm not afraid of submission. Come on. Your greatest strength is actually in your ability to submit and to follow. Your greatest strength, I'm going to say that again, is in your ability to submit and to follow. And so anyway, just be mindful of that principle in your life. So for those of you who I am your pastor, for those of you where I am your bishop, what, uh, your spiritual father, whatever whatever I am to you, uh, and for those of you who I am a man of God that you simply receive inspiration and information from, just recognize there is strength and there is power in your submission. Come on. There is strength and there is power in your submission. You are not weak. You are meek, just like Jesus. So let's pray. God, we honor you and bless you tonight. God, we are not weak. But God, we are those that are meek. We are those that are submissive. We are those, God, that know how to be in authority and also know how to be under authority. We are those that know how to call shots and know how to take shots. We are those that know how to be in the seat of leadership and know how to be in the seat of reception and the seat of following instructions. And for this, we say thank you, God. We honor you and bless you tonight, God, that part of our submission is through prayer. That means we make prayer a priority in our everyday lives. And we say thank you for the privilege we have to pray tonight, God. We literally get to bypass every human being and go directly to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the great I am. We get to come to you. And for that, we say thank you, God. For that, we give you praise. For that, we give you honor. For that, we love you tonight. In the name of Jesus, we ask for forgiveness for all of our sin, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. What does that mean? There's some stuff, God, we knew we had no business doing that we did anyhow. And then there's some things, God, we didn't know what we were doing was wrong. We didn't know that it was against your word. And for that, we ask for forgiveness. And we are grateful. And 1 John chapter 1 says that if we confess our sin before you, that you are faithful and just to forgive us. What does that mean? When we say knowing and unknowingly, what do we do? We covered everything. Which means there's nothing that we have done that is wrong, that is not covered under the blood. There is nothing that we have done that doesn't please you, that is not covered under the blood. There's nothing that we have said, nothing that we have walked in that is not covered under the blood. Why? We've confessed our sin before you. And God, because we confess our sin before you, you are faithful and you are just to forgive us. So now we can boldly approach the throne of grace. And obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. And that's what we do tonight, God. We come boldly tonight, God. Not arrogantly, but we come as sons and daughters. Not disrespectfully, but we come as children of the Most High God. Not with an attitude of entitlement, God, but with an attitude of gratitude. We are grateful. We are thankful that tonight we get to pray. We are thankful that tonight we get to say thank you. We are thankful that tonight we get to come before the King of Kings. And the Lord of Lords, we are not just going through some religious exercise. We are not just going through some religious uh, a ritual. But what we are doing tonight, God, is uh, strengthening our relationship with you. And we're doing it in a corporate fashion. And corporate prayer has another level of strength to it. Your word says that if my people, we are your people who are called by your name, we're called by your name. If we'd humble ourselves and seek your face, your face in Hebrew means your attitude. God, when we pray tonight, we have your attitude. What's your attitude? You have an attitude of solutions. You guard a solutionist, God. You are a problem solver, Father. In fact, when you sent us to the earth, you sent us with the intention of solving problems. You sent us to the earth with the intention of being problem solvers. And for this, we say thank you. You literally created us to be the answer to a problem because you are a problem solver. Your attitude always says, wherever there is a problem, let me send a solution. Wherever there's a problem, let me send What's going to make it right? Let me see what's going to change it. And for this, we say thank you. And for this, we say thank you. And for this, we say thank you tonight. In the name of Jesus, we turn from our wicked ways. What is wicked? It means things that are, are contrary to our forward movement. We turn from wicked thinking. We turn from wicked actions. We turn from wicked confessions. We turn from wicked people. We turn from uh, wicked uh, 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 mentalities. And tonight, God, we turn toward you and we focus on you. You are the great I am. Come on, y'all. Let's pray. You are King of Kings. You are the great Messiah. You are Elohim. You are El Shaddai. You are Jehovah Sabaoth. That means the Lord that fights for us. 
the Lord of angel armies. That means, God, that we are always protected. Why? Because you've got armies of angels that can work behind the scenes in order to change things that are on the stage. My God, you've got angels that can work behind the scenes to change things that are on the stage. You have angels, God that work behind the scenes to change the things that are on the stage. And for that, we are grateful tonight. So Lord, we pray that you would give us what to pray. Prayer, God, is how we adjudicate in the spirit. Prayer is how we get things done in the spirit realm, knowing that whatever we get done in the spirit realm, it will manifest in the natural. Whatever we get done behind the scenes, it will manifest on the stage. Whatever we get done, Father, offset, it will manifest onset. And we give you praise for that tonight. So we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise in Jesus' name. Everybody, just type something on the screen you're thankful for. Let's follow the word. Something you're thankful for. I'm thankful for health because I realize there are many people that struggle with it. I am thankful for the ability to be in my right mind because I realize there's a lot of folk that have lost their mind. Come on. I am thankful that God has literally blessed me in the land of my affliction. Come on. He's blessed me in the land of my affliction. Let me give you that scripture because that was always a good one to me. Uh, and uh, in Genesis uh, 41 and 52, Joseph literally says, he says, the Lord bless me in the land of my affliction. I'm grateful for that. And what are you thankful for? Your life, for your health, roof over your head. Come on, testify, y'all. Your mind. I need to call us have testimony service. Come on, enter his gates for Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for? Life, health, and strength. Come on. What are you thankful for? For breath, health, to have the mind of Christ, your relationship with the Lord, that you have food. Come on. I'm grateful I have food. You ought to be grateful that you have the ability to eat. You got to be grateful that you're not standing on the side of the road somewhere holding up a sign. Come on. And we're not beating anybody down or looking down. What I'm saying is we've got to be thankful. Sometimes there's things that we take for granted. Not realizing that if it had not been for the Lord that was on our side, thankful for healing for your soul. Thank you that you have the privilege to want to serve God. Thankful for your eyesight. Come on. Thankful that he healed your eyes. Thankful for prayers being answered. Thankful for family. Come on, y'all. Testify. Testify. Thank you for healing in every area of your life. Thank you that you have a roof over your head and you have overflow, that your son is healthy and strong. You're thankful for healing and deliverance. Come on. That you have a job. There are millions, millions, literally in America alone. Who knows how many that number is around the world. I'm thankful that debts are being forgiven. Thankful for your perseverance. We are thankful tonight. Can I just let you in on a secret? Grateful people always get more. Grateful people always get more. And when God sees that you have an attitude of appreciation and an attitude of gratitude, you are always going to get more. Anytime I see somebody that's in overflow and somebody that, watch me, where favor and blessing tracks them down, they are normally very grateful and thankful people. They don't have a mentality of entitlement. They normally have a mentality rather of gratefulness. Can I just get you to type on the screen? I am grateful. I am grateful. Yes, people should do A, but I'm grateful for A. You see how it works? Yes, so-and-so should have did B, but I'm grateful for B. Yes, so-and-so should have did C, but I'm grateful for C. When you are grateful, grateful people always get more. Come on here. I'm grateful for Harvest Church. Um, come on. I love it. I'm employed and and uh, uh, I think it says an, an employer, I think. The comment left me. Thankful for strength to keep it moving even when I don't want to. Thankful to be a blessing. Come on, y'all. We all have a lot to be grateful for tonight. Here's what I'm grateful for, that you shared this. Come on. I need you to share this. When you share, people get saved. It's just that simple. I took a peek and I saw that it, uh, we just, I think the number just crossed, I think it just crossed 80, I think. I hope I got it right. I think it just crossed 80 decisions so far of people who have made decisions to give their lives to the Lord so far this year. I'm grateful for that, y'all. That is amazing that even in the midst of a pandemic, people are still giving their words uh, give, or giving their lives to the Lord. Come on. It says, I'm grateful for good word and online ministry. Come on here. I So many things that we have to be grateful for. Share, share, share. If you haven't shared today, Instagram, how do you share? Hit the little triangle. You can send it to somebody's story. You can hit the triangle, I believe, and get the link and send it out to somebody. Um, listen, when you share, people get saved. So the God be the word for that. All right, listen, uh, we're going to cover several things in prayer tonight um, because the word the Lord gave me for this particular month, we're going to be in a series called group therapy. Everybody type that on the screen, group therapy. 
All this month, we're going to be doing healing. The word therapy means healing in its simplest form. So this is going to be a month where you heal. But one of the things that's interesting to me is that when you do group therapy, the intention of group therapy is that you're healing, that it happens faster because you're healing with other people. Come on. The intention of group therapy is that your healing happens faster because you are healing with other people and you watching them heal from their hurts. It does something in you that helps to accelerate your healing. Shut up. So now I understand because a few weeks ago, the Lord said, uh, uh, we were just, in, he said acceleration. Like, That's a pretty generic word, acceleration. Things happening more quickly. But then as I began to really dive into getting ready for this series, I begin to see that, all right? And so uh, as you see other people, I need you to know that uh, everybody that you love, that this is going to be a month for them to heal. And this is going to be a month that as they heal, you're going to heal and y'all going to heal faster together. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's going to create an acceleration because you're going to see other people healing. So it's going to expedite your healing. It's the power of agreement. It's the reason why on prayer, I have you to type things and I have you to say things. Why? The scripture says that wherever two or three touch on agreeing anything, it shall be done for them. All right. So when you type it, that's like that's replacing our touch. Okay? That's digital touch. But then when you speak it, life and death are in the power of your tongue. Proverbs 18, 21. So you have to say it so you see it. You got to say it so you see it. You got to say it so you see it. So the reason things are going to happen more quickly for you is because everybody around you is about to heal. Shut up. And some of your obstacles, I'm about to go up. And some of your obstacles that have been coming in the form of people have come because, listen, let me prophesy, uh, the obstacles that some of you have faced, have, you have faced that because of people. People have become your obstacle and people have become your slowdown. And because people have become your slowdown, things were taking longer than they needed to take. But when people around you get healed, you no longer have those obstacles. And since you won't have those obstacles, you will accelerate. I just need you to type those two words on the screen and agree with me over your march. It's the first day. What does that mean? It is the first fruit of this month. That means whatever this day is, so goes the rest of the month. Let's speak our month. Come on, here it is. This is a month of healing and acceleration. Type it on the screen. Father, we declare that this is a month of healing. And this is a month of acceleration. This is a month of healing. And this is a month of acceleration. This is a month of healing. And this is a month of acceleration. Why? Because those around us, as they heal, they will no longer be our obstacles. Those that we deal with, they will no longer be our obstacles because they will be simultaneously healing as we are healing. And for that, we give you glory. We speak over this month. We cover this month. And those are the two things we expect to see this month. We call every day of the month of March 2021 a day of healing and a day of acceleration, a day where something gets fixed and we move forward, where something gets handled because we are healed. We declare we will not exit this month with the same uh, trauma, with the same baggage, with the same burdens that we had this month, but we prophesy to our month. We speak to our month. Those two things. And we thank you, God, that it is so now in Jesus' name. Come on. If you haven't typed it, I need you to type it. Come on, Harvest Channel, type it. Come on, Instagrams. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Periscope. I need you to type it. Healing and acceleration. That's this month. Your healing will become your acceleration. Watch me. The scripture says that if any man holds back, the Lord would take no pleasure in him. Or holds back there means shrinks back. Or pulls back. Take this out. What happens when you are not healed is that you begin to hold back. And when you begin to hold back, that holds you back. I'll say it again. When you begin to hold back, that holds you back. And so for many of you, things have not moved as quickly as they could have. Because here's what you've been trying to do. You have been trying to avoid pain. You've been trying to avoid pain. Who am I talking to? Wave at me. And so there are things that you have been very slow to get done. You've been very slow to move on because you're trying to avoid pain. And this, the word of the Lord to you this month is that you will move forward. You will have healing and acceleration. As you heal, you're going to move faster. As you heal, things are going to happen quickly. As you heal, you're going to move forward quickly. Come on in here tonight. My God. Listen, guys, if you're just coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video tonight. When you share, people get saved. Listen, 
Um, we just finished, as I mentioned, the series uh, Love uh, Songs. And we're going into the series this month called Group Therapy. Therapy means what? It means healing. And that's what this is going to be about. And we're going to heal together. So you're going to heal and you're going to see other people around you heal. So I want you, I want you to make it a point to make sure that you... Don't miss an experience this month. Wednesdays and Sundays. Wednesdays and Sundays, of course, prayer on Mondays. You want to make that a priority. Watching the replays is amazing. But can I challenge you? Can I stretch you? That if you're not in Denver to watch live, if you're in Denver, get in the building. Um, because, listen, there are certain things that you have to be in that moment in order for those things to manifest for you. And I don't want you to miss anything. So I want to stretch you to do that. Of course, you always have the podcast. Of course, you always have on demand. Of course, you always have the replay. And the word is just as powerful in those things. Uh, but I want to stretch you. I want to challenge you uh, to be live as much as you can this month. All right. Again, if you haven't typed that on the screen, put that on your screen. Healing. And acceleration, even on the Harvest Channel, you can do it. My Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family, you can't do that, uh, but you can say it. You can't type, but you can say it. All right. So as, as we're moving in this, um, the first, I said, Lord, what do you want us to cover in prayer tonight? I always pray about what we pray about tonight. And uh, we're going to do prayer slightly different. I'm going to mix it up a little bit tonight. Here's what we're going to start with. We're going to start with, I'm going to ask you to actually pray for me. All right, we're going to change it up. I'm going to ask you to pray for me. I'm going to ask you to type a prayer on the screen. Bishop, what should I pray for you? You pray that I'm shalom. You pray that wisdom pervades. Uh, you pray You pray that I have everything that I need. You pray that uh, my circle is filled like David's circle with mighty men of valor. The scripture says and David had mighty men around him that gave him that gave him strong support in the kingdom, and not just men, but women too. Uh, of course, y'all know I'm a big believer in women and, and lifting women up and building women up. This is National Women's Month, so while we're on the subject, y'all know, listen, at Harvest, I believe in building women, all right? And women that are drawn to Harvest and that, that are drawn to me as their leader, those are normally some bad mama jamas. Those are some strong ladies. Come on, where my strong ladies at? Wave at me. These are some ladies that, look, can pray and slay. Do you hear me? These are ladies that can go up in tongues and then go into that boardroom and negotiate. Where y'all at? Don't y'all leave me. Where y'all at? All right. Uh, so in all of that, I want you to type a prayer on the screen for me. Uh, type a prayer on the screen for me. Uh, pray uh, for me that I would have clarity of mind. Can I get you to do that? The scripture says that you should always pray for those um, that are in leadership. Uh, you should always pray for those that are in leadership. So I'm going to ask that you do that for me. I'm going to ask that you do that for me um, real quickly, would you? That's 1 Kings chapter 2, or excuse me, 1 Timothy 2, 2, just for a scripture reference. Can I get you to type a prayer on the screen for me? Father, I thank you for these prayers that are being prayed for me right now, God. And I thank you, God, that I am covered by your blood. I thank you, God, that I have the mind of Christ. I thank you, Lord, that I am shalom. Nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. Nothing is lacking and all is well. I thank you, Father, that you would give me uh, internal fortitude and intestinal fortitude, God, to continue to be bold. In fact, to even increase my boldness. Proverbs 28 says that the righteous are as bold as a lion in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that bitterness would have no place and no root in me. Come on, Father, that I would love God, that I would love people and that I would love life, that I would love God that I would love people and that I would love life. Father, thank you now, that you would cover and protect my heart. Father, your word says, God, keep our heart, guard our heart above all for out of it flow the tutsa, the, the borders or the boundaries of our life. Tutsa is the Hebrew word. And for that, God, I thank you tonight, God. I thank you for everyone that's connected to me, God. I pray that they would bring value. I pray that they would bring assistance, that they would bring aid, that they would relieve burdens, God, not add or create them. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you that you would send, Father, supernatural and divine, Father, resources that help us to do exceedingly, abundantly all that we can ask or think in the name of Jesus, Father. Now, Father, I thank you for these prayers and I stand in agreement with every good prayer tonight, God, that would move in what you've ordained. Father, thank you. I see prayers for a hedge of protection. Thank you, God. 
for protecting me, for protecting my mind, for protecting my spirit, God, for protecting my future. God, that I would not allow any frustrations in now to cause a forfeiture of next. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, guys. Thank you so much for praying for me. Mr. What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. Can I teach you a principle? You don't wait until something's wrong before you start praying. You start praying so that whatever can be avoided gets avoided and whatever you need to deal with, you can deal with. All right. So thank you so much. Now, here he is. I'm about to reverse it. Got to reverse it. Now I want to pray for you. I want you to type your prayer request. Three types of prayer requests. What you just did is made what's called supplication. Supplication is when you pray for another. Supplication is when you pray for another Christian. It's like a supplement, all right? So you just made supplication for Bishop Foreman. Now what I'm going to do is we're going to pray for you. That's the second type of prayer that we're going to intercede last. I want to pray for you. I want you to type your prayer request on the screen. No request is too big. No request is too small. God, I cover every request tonight, God, right now in the name of Jesus for every individual, God. And I pray that their prayer request will be turned into a praise report. God, I rebuke a lack of patience. My God, I rebuke a lack, God, of, uh, of the sensation that you are absent. I rebuke the feeling, there it is, of abandonment that I hear in the spirit tonight. And Father, I pray that you would do what only you can do. Your word says, God, that you give peace that surpasses all understanding, that this peace comes through prayer. And so tonight, God, I rebuke fear, we rebuke anxiety, we rebuke panic. Why do we keep rebuking those things? Why? Because those things continue to try to resurface. No matter how we grow, no matter how much we pray, those three things will continue to attempt to resurface. Fear, anxiety, and panic. They will always try to come back. That's why you said you did not give us a spirit or mentality or an ideology of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. Why do we need power to get rid of fear? Why do we need love? Because perfect love casts out fear. Why do we need a sound mind? Because if we pray all the time, God, that we would not lose our mind. And so that's what we thank you for tonight. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray that as we are gathered together, Lord, that you see these requests and that you hear these requests and that you answer. You are the God that answers with strategy. You are the God that answers with uh, uh, practical steps to take. This is not just us doing some religious ritual. Or exercise tonight. God, as we do this, you literally are answering and you're answering with strategy. I pray that that answer would be loud and clear. Come on. I pray that answer would be loud and clear. Come on. I pray that answer would be loud and clear. That there be no doubt. That there be no misunderstanding. That there be no uh, 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 miscalculation, God. That you would be loud and clear. I even pray, God, that there would be a disruption in mental process and thought in the moment, God, so that you'd be clear. Boom, there's the answer. Boom, this is the answer. God, many times we pray and you answer, but because we are not cognizant that you're answering, we still pray the same thing, not realizing you've already answered. You've already been clear. You've already said what you're going to say. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, guys, let's shift. Now, God, we shift to intercession. We shift to intercession. And tonight, God, we pray for those that do not know you. So here's what I need you to do. I need you to put the initials of people on the screen that fall into one of three categories. One, those that do not know the Lord. Not Christians at all. Number two, those that know the Lord and have fallen away from the Lord. I need you to pray for them and put their initials on the screen. And number three, those that are, they don't know where they stand with God. If they fall into one of those three categories, put their initials on the screen. What are we going to do? We're going to move to intercession. We're sitting in the seat of the intercessor. What does it mean to intercede? To go to God on behalf of people that cannot go for themselves. John chapter nine says that an unbeliever can't get access to God. That's why prayer is a privilege, not a right. The only prayer that heaven hears from an unbeliever is the prayer of salvation. Other than that, prayer is a privilege that is reserved for the sons and daughters of God, not just the creation of God. Come on, Father, we cover right now every set of initials that's on the screen. God, we cover AS, we cover KS, ES, DJ, CJ, GB, uh, BB, DWSS. God, we cover SIJLCOJHL. We cover all of these initials, God that are being placed on the screen right now. You know these names, God. We're only typing the initials for the sake of time, but you know these names, God. You know these names. You know these individuals. You know where they live. 
You know where they stay. You know what they struggle with. You know what their fears are. You know what uh, uh, what their insecurities are. You know what their proclivities are. You know what their nuances are. You know what's going on in their mind. You know our thoughts. And so tonight, God, we send the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. We release you now in the name of Jesus to go after these initials. And God, we declare that you would grab them, grab them out of whatever you got to grab them out of. If it's depression, grab them. If it's a bad relationship, grab them. If it's foolishness, grab them. If it's uh, discouragement, grab them. If it's false religions, grab them. If it's Islam, grab them. Uh, if it's Judaism, grab them. Uh, if it's some false belief system, grab them. Uh, Father, whatever they are in, whatever they're stuck in, we pray that you grab them tonight. And we call them save and serving this year, God. We are not those that have selfish Christianity where it's about us only. But, but God, in Jesus' name, we send your word to them tonight. And Father, we pray that you would not only get them, but God, that you would get them quickly. Father, that not only would you get them, but you would get them quickly. And we pray, God, that they will be testimonies. Lord, last week there was a testimony where someone, we prayed this and somebody got on and got saved last week. Last Monday, nine people or so gave their lives to the Lord on prayer because when we prayed this, somebody shared it. And when they shared it, who they prayed for got saved. God, we see results when we do this. Come on. We see results when we do this, God. We see results when we do this. And we thank you for it now. And we will not stop praying until we see every single set of initials that we put on here say. We will not stop bombarding heaven until we see every set of initials that we have placed on these screens saved and serving this year. In Jesus' name we pray. Can I just get you to release the digital praise right there, everybody? Right there, a digital praise. What's a digital praise? A hallelujah, a thank you, Jesus, a hand wavy emojis, a Lord, you're worthy, a digital praise. Come on, wherever you're at, I need you to put a digital praise on the screen. All right. Um, listen, um, so watch me. Um, I want us to move in a couple of things tonight uh, to, to, to uh, essentially put a comma on love songs and as we're going into group therapy. Um, and I say a comma because it, on Wednesday's message, I need you to make sure you don't miss Wednesday's message because I'm going to literally teach what is group therapy. And I'm going to show you. The connection that your hurt, that your pain, that your wounds, that your trauma, that it actually has to your faith. Um, because I need you to hear me. Um, the things that have hurt you were bigger than that situation. Stay with me, y'all. The betrayal was bigger than that moment. Listen, the infidelity was bigger than that moment. Listen, the problem was bigger than that painful moment. It was to get your future. Where y'all at tonight? How do you know that, Bishop? Because the scripture says that faith works by love, which means my faith is fueled by my love, which means I cannot love and be offended at the same time. So if I stay stuck in my hurt, if I stay stuck in my trauma, if I stay stuck in my pain, then what I do is I forfeit my future. It was bigger than that one moment. You better hear me tonight. It was bigger than that one disappointment. It was, who am I talking to? It was, you keep thinking it was all about what happened last year on the 13th of March. Baby, it was way bigger than that. It was about your future. Because if the enemy can get you to stop walking by faith, he got your future. Why? Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Oh, but I need somebody to give God glory on prayer tonight that you kept it moving. You kept it moving. Come on. Somebody type that on the screen. I kept it moving. Father, we are grateful that we kept it moving. We recognize that our hurt, that our trauma, that our pain, that our abuse, that our neglect, whatever we've gone through, God, that it was much bigger than that moment. It was about our future because it affected our faith. And with our faith, it's impossible to please God. And so that moment was about robbing us of our future. That moment was about robbing us of our future. I feel like going up right here. Those moments were about robbing us of our future. Those moments were about stopping us from getting to our next. Those moments were about us holding back holding back so that we would be held back. Oh, but God, we kept it moving. And this is the month, I'll say it again, where we will have healing and acceleration. Where we will have healing and acceleration. Where we will have healing and acceleration in Jesus' name. Wow. If I say amen. Um, so, so listen, so listen, so listen, so listen. Uh, wow. I, could, I promise y'all, I could just run. I don't even want to throw the chair. 
I don't even want to throw the chat. I just want to run. I just want to run. I need you to hear me. Um, what has happened to you was bigger. It was bigger than that moment. You thought it was only about that moment. Anybody remember the movie Terminator? In the movie Terminator, um, if you remember the movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger and all that, if you remember the movie, uh, particularly Terminator 2, Terminator 1, all right, okay, and then like Terminator 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 43, all of them, I, I don't know about all that. That Terminator 2, that was the business. And in that Terminator 2, if you remember, um, the, the Terminator came, everybody listen, the Terminator came from the future. Come on, run for me. Run for me, KT. The Terminator came from the future into the present using past information. I'm going to say it again. The Terminator came, what was the boy's name? John Connor. John Connor. <laughs> the Terminator came from the future. Listen, listen, because in the future, the, uh, uh, what Skynet had already determined that John Connor was going to lead the rebellion that was going to shut Skynet down. Skynet, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the movie, Skynet was the enemy of the people. It's basically Alexa going wild, okay? <laughs> Scott, please listen to me. Skynet had already determined that John Connor was going to change the game and that John Connor was going to be the one that was going to shut Skynet down. So what Skynet did, listen to me, from the future, Skynet sent a Terminator into the present to try to kill John Connor based on his mama's past. Y'all ain't gonna talk. Based on his mama's past. If you remember from Terminator 2, this is a whole word, right? I need to do a series called The Terminator. This is a whole word. If you remember in Terminator 2, his mama was uh, locked up in, in, uh, in the uh, insane asylum. She was locked up because she kept having these visions about the future. This, watch me. For some of you, your family has had so much trauma so that you would have nobody you could go to that would understand your future. Y'all, it's prayer, but I got to prophesy. Y'all better listen to me. So John Connor didn't have his mother around when he was a boy because his mother was locked up because she saw something about her son and her son's future that made people think she was crazy. You better listen to me. You better listen to me. So he had nobody that he could go to and nobody that he could deal with, nobody that he could interact with. Do you hear me? And for some of you, the enemy said, if I get their mama, I got them. If I get their daddy, I got them. If I get their grandmama, I got them. If I get big, if I get them, I got them. But what he did not understand, watch me, is that you a curse breaker. We are curse breakers tonight, and we thank you. God, we are curse breakers tonight. The enemy did not anticipate that we were going to get a hold of this word and that this word was going to change the game for us. He did not anticipate that we were going to get a hold of you, God, and that you were going to literally shift the trajectory of our future. He did not anticipate. Skynet didn't figure that part out. They just thought, that if they could get the generation before, they'd get us. But we are curse breakers. We are history makers. We are Lord, uh, world changers. We are line crossers. I need you to type that on the screen. I'm a curse breaker. My God. I've noticed I got my... Uh, this is just kind of deep for some of my deep folk. I noticed my tongue. There's a particular tongue that keeps repeating, which tells me that that, that, that is a tongue of war. Y'all ain't going to say that. It's a tongue of war because it keeps repeating. It's a tongue of war because it keeps repeating. It's a tongue of war because, I don't know where my screen went. It's a tongue of war because it keeps repeating. And so since it keeps repeating, that tells me that this is an indication that there's something that we're busting through in the spirit realm. My God. I don't know what I have my screen. Anyway, that's cool. We're going to keep it moving. All right. So if you remember from Terminator, okay, if you remember from Terminator, we must be in something tonight, huh? Remember from Terminator, his mama was in the insane asylum. The Terminator comes from the future. He comes from the future into the present, got it, to try to kill John Connor because Skynet had already figured out that if we let John Connor live, he is literally going to shut Skynet down. Wow. If we let John Connor live, he is going to shut Skynet down. I'll say it again. If we let John Connor live, he is going to shut Skynet down. So what does the Terminator come to do? 
to try to terminate him and execute him, to try to terminate him and execute him, to try to terminate him and try to execute him. So watch me. That moment was not just about that moment. I think the movie came in like 92. Somebody fact check that for me. When the movie came out, 92 Terminator 2. I think it was 92. That moment was not about that moment. That moment was about the future. Do you hear me? That moment was about the future. Do you hear me? That moment was about the future. I want to pray over the moments that were designed to immobilize you. We're going to cover that tonight because God's healing you of that. All March is a month of healing, healing and acceleration. Father, we cover the moments that we have experienced in our life that were designed to immobilize us. That were designed to immobilize us. That were designed to immobilize us. And Father, we pray that those moments would lose their power this month. Come on. We pray that in the month of March. Thank you, 91. Thank you, Tiana. That in the month of March, God, that the moments that were sent to immobilize us, that those moments, God, that those moments would be healed. That in the month of March, the moments that were sent to make us stop, to make us hold back, to make us fearful, to make us insecure, to make us uncertain, to make us not trust you, to make us not follow you, to make us trust what we see instead of what you said. We pray that those moments, God, those moments would be shut down and those moments would be healed this month. God, we're going to do the work this month. Somebody say, I'll do the work. We're going to do the work this month. We're not just saying, Lord, do it, Lord, do it, Lord, do it, Lord, do it. We are saying, God, that this month we will do the work, but you will provide the healing. We'll provide the sacrifice if you provide the fire. We're going to offer it up to you, God. And we're saying, take it and heal it and do it for us this month in Jesus' name. Can I get you the type of amen right there on every platform? Wow. Guys, if you haven't shared this yet, I need you to share this out on the screen. I don't know. I don't know what happened to it. I don't know. It'll be back. Whatever. That's good. We're praying. We keep it moving. All right. Look. This month, two things. It's our series, Group Therapy. Healing and Acceleration. Now, where are we at? Terminator. I was using an example, but this is so good. The Terminator comes from the future into the present to try to kill John Connor. Because Skynet, which is the enemy of the people, like what I say, Alexa going wild, Siri going wild, <laughs> Alexa, Alexa uh, uh, Skynet has already determined that if he lives, we die. We meaning the uh, the uh, machines. If he lives, it's over for us. Can I tell you the reason? How many of you? And I, and I listen. This is going to be a real honest question. All right. If you don't want to answer, that's fine. But for those of you who want to kill this thing, how many of you in the last twenty four months thoughts have come in your mind that have made you wonder why you're even on the earth? Some of those thoughts may have even pushed you to the place of thinking maybe you don't need to be on the earth anymore. That maybe you, it would be better if you weren't alive. Where you at? If you don't want to answer, that's fine. You don't have to answer. But for those of you who say, I ain't dealing with that no more. My next will, I just want you to answer. Do the hand wave emoji or just say it's me. I see several hands already. All right. Can I tell you what that was about? That there has been some things in your future. There have been some things in your future that were determined if we let her live. She's about to change the game. If we let him live, he's about to turn a whole city up. If we let him keep going. And so the enemy thought he could immobilize you by your hurt, by your pain, by your frustration. But everybody needs to say, but God, but God, but God, but God. Father, we say this is the but God month. Come on. What are we doing? It's the first day of a new month. What are we spending a lot of our prayer doing? We're covering this month. This is the but God month. This is the month, God, where we will see healing, where we will see acceleration because heaven is already determined. You said in Jeremiah 29, you know the thoughts and you know the plans that you have for us, plans to give us a hope and to give us a future. You said before you formed us in our mother's womb, God, Jeremiah 1, that you knew us and you ordained us a prophet to the nations. What does that mean? That you already had something assigned for us to do before we ever got here. And we declare that this month we're going to heal. This month we will heal. In this third 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 month we will heal. Why? Because in the fourth month we will create. Four is the biblical number of creativity. Come on, y'all, let's go up.
This month we will heal because in the fourth month we will create. This month we will get it together because in the fourth month we're going to build it up. And this month we will get all things in order. Why? Because in the fourth month we will create. And for that we say thank you. In Jesus' name. Wow. Come on, y'all. Say amen right there. If you're just coming in, like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video. Uh, yes, I'm aware the screen behind me is black. I don't know what happened to it. All right, listen. Wow, I literally, I literally could just go all the way up right there. I could go all the way up right there. L let me let me do this. Um, first John 4 18. First John 4 18. First John 4 18. Here's the next thing we're gonna cover in prayer. Well, a few more minutes, and then we're out tonight. First John 4 18. New King James says, There is no fear in love. Fear right there is this Greek word phobio. There is no fear in love. There is no fear. Hey, Detroit, there is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. Come on, Facebook, share. Come on, YouTube, share. Come on, Periscope, share. All right, Periscope, this is his last month. We got 30 more days of Periscope, and then it's over. Let's share. All right? Um, so, so listen, 1 John 4, 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Perfect doesn't mean perfect without flaw. Here's what perfect means. It means mature love. Develop love or grown love. Can I be honest with you? For most people, you're listening to me very carefully what I'm about to say. For most people, your love stopped developing, watch me, at your greatest moment of hurt. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna need you to, I'm gonna say it again. There is no fear of love. For most people, your love stopped maturing and stopped growing at your greatest, greatest moment of hurt. So whatever hurt you deepest is typically where your love stopped growing. Wow. It's typically where your love stopped growing. All right. So if it happened with your mother, that's where your love stopped growing. Your father, your love stopped growing. A relationship, your love stopped growing. Like at that moment, your love stopped growing. And now it's scarred over. Did you hear what I just said? I see lots of wows on here. Okay. So the reason you have so much fear about love is because your love has never matured. Your love has never developed. Your love, it ain't grown. It's a t you grown, but your love ain't. You're 50, but your love is 16. Come on here. You are 65. Come on, I see you. I see you, 87. He says, I felt that. You are 65, but your love is 24. Your love stopped growing. At the place of your greatest hurt. So it's not mature. So you, you'd see every person in every situation. Are you ready for this? And you see God through the lenses of immature love. Through the lenses of a 14-year-old love. Through the lenses of a 22-year-old love. Through the lenses of a 42-year-old love. But that's where you see it. So here's what I want us to cover in prayer right here. Um, is that your love, part of your healing that we're doing this month. Guys, the series is group therapy. Don't miss this series this month. All right? Wednesdays and Sundays. Prayer on Mondays, okay? Don't miss the series this month. So the reason you need healing is because you need your love to be able to mature. Like, you are too grown to have little boy love. Like, you are too grown. Somebody say, this hit different. You are too grown to have little girl love. Like, you a whole woman, but your love is a little girl. It's a little girl. All right? So the reason we need to get this um, done for you is because your love has not been able to grow since that place of hurt. For many people. Not everybody, but for most. Because how many of you, you've never heard what I just said? Wave at me. If you've never heard what I just said, wave at me. Ain't nobody ever heard that. So they'll be like, no, nah, I remember. No, you ain't heard that. You ain't heard that. All right? So here's what we're going to do. First John 4, 18. Um, we're going to pray that your love, that it be able to mature, develop, and grow this month. As you're healed, your love will mature, develop, and grow. Like there's some people you're mad at right now, you won't be at the end of this month. There are some people that you felt like did you dirty that you will not feel that same way at the end of this month. Listen, there are some people that you literally like, I can't believe they did me like this, that at the end of this month, by the time we're done with this series, you're going to be like, hey, I ain't even mad no more. Wow. You ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that this month that our love would be loosed so it could mature, it could develop, and it could grow. 
We literally, God, give it to you. And we say, God, do what only you can do. Mature our love, develop our love, and grow our love. And we thank you for it tonight in the name of Jesus. Mature our love, develop our love, and grow our love. Here it is, God, with you. God, forgive us for having immature love with you. But because we didn't get what we wanted when we wanted, that we started acting crazy, that we started acting foolish. That's immature love. Forgive us, God, for not worshiping you because we were mad or we were worrying. That means, God, that our love was immature. Forgive us, God, for not giving you the praise because we were panicking. That's immature love. God, forgive us for not giving you glory because we were feeling gloomy because of something that happened. That's immature love. And this month, we declare, God, that you would mature our love, you would develop our love, you would grow our love. God, our love with ourselves. Forgive us. Forgive us, God, for abandoning ourselves because we were mad at ourselves. My God, that's for somebody here. Forgive us, God, for giving up on ourselves. That's immature love. That's undeveloped love. That's not a love that's grown. Forgive us, God, for throwing in the towels because we didn't see the personal results that we wanted to see as fast as we wanted to see them. And so, God, we abandoned it. We literally abandoned the plan that we had to better ourselves because it didn't happen as quickly as we wanted to. That's immature love. And God, we repent for that tonight. Forgive us for self-abandonment. Come on here. Forgive us for self-rejection. My God, forgive us for abandonment of our gifts and talents and skills and abilities that we should be using to further your kingdom, that we should be using to build your church, that we should be using to see more people come to you as immature love. And God, forgive us for our immature love with other people tonight. Forgive us, God, for immature love with other people. Getting angry when we should have had a conversation. For falling out with folk, God, that we could have sat down and, and got on the same page with. For being mad at people in leadership positions that had to do things that... God, that maybe we didn't understand, but never once did we consider the seat of the leader. Mm. I'm praying that as a leader, because some of y'all, you are mad at leaders, but you never considered the seat that the leader has to sit in. You never considered the burden that the leader has to carry. You don't, you're not responsible for souls like the man of God is. So you never know what it is to call shots that affect souls. I don't know who that's for tonight. My God, forgive us, God. For immature love to other people. Can we just have a moment of corporate repentance? What is repent? Re again, pent, pent, the best, penthouse, best, best unit in a hotel, best unit somewhere. Um, I want for us tonight to just end prayer this way. We're going to have a corporate moment of repentance. Two last things we're going to do and then we're done tonight. Um, has prayer been a blessing to anybody? Has prayer been a blessing to anybody? Wave at me, wave at me. If it's been a blessing, wave at me, wave at me, wave at me. That's the whole word. Because you got a lot of folk to be mad at leaders, but you, you would never know. Let me just say something. You would never know what it is to sit in the seat of a shepherd. And the Bible says you're responsible for people's souls. Listen, now me, I take that seriously. Like, I don't play with that. That's not a game for me. Because I believe I'm going to have to stand up in front of him one day and give an account. The scripture says, woe to you who teach, for you will be just more severely. Like, like I take that seriously. Because I'm going to have to stand in front of him one day, right? And sometimes you get mad at people who sit in positions of leadership. Here it is in church, positions of leadership on your job. And you don't understand. You, you're not responsible for the same stuff they're responsible for. Got it? And so we get immature. We do immature love. Got it? Wow. That's a whole, that's a whole word right there. I got to do this. Let's have a moment of repentance. What is repent? Get back to the best. Father, we corporately repent tonight. Of our immature love, our immature love, God, that was never allowed to develop because of hurt and because of pain. And we we repent for that tonight, God. We repent for that tonight, God. We repent for that tonight, God. Then my screen door just came back randomly. We repent for that tonight, God. And we give you honor 
And we give you praise tonight in Jesus' name. Last two things I want to do, guys. That's so weird. It just popped back up. Um, listen, guys, um, two things we want to do. If you want to sow into prayer, prayer is a blessing to you. You should bless prayer. You should sow into prayer. How can you sow? You can use the Cash App Bishop Foreman with the number two. Let me say this, guys. Cash App has had this thing where they've just been randomly shutting down accounts. And this has happened to us a couple of times now. So I just want you to be mindful. If it happens again, we may just tell Cash App deuces. Okay. Uh, we did it. We did it. Listen to this. We did a deal today. It'll be, it'll be unleashed soon. We did a deal today to where I said it in church yesterday and made it happen today. Um, we did a deal today where we'll be able to accept for those of you who are Bitcoin users, you'll be able to give via Bitcoin. Isn't that incredible? You actually be able to give, you be able to give via Bitcoin. That's so awesome to me. But anyway, uh, I remember Bitcoin back when Bitcoin was, was you know, uh, two and three and four thousand dollars a coin. Now it's like 40 or 50 grand a coin. Anyway, so there's so many methods that you can give. All right. So many methods that you can give. So many methods that you can give. You can use the cash app. Bishop Foreman number two. Harvest Church Give with the number, right, Nina, it's been where, number one, we have Venmo, you can use Venmo, PayPal, Zelle, Givelify, we have all of that, hello at harvestchurch.church or Harvest Church Give. Easiest way to do is to go to our website, harvestchurch.church forward slash give. You can see all the methods and then you can get connected to our system. But let me just say this too, prayer. So come April, we're going to be advancing to a whole new system. That's going to make things much more efficient and what have you. And it's going to save the church almost $10,000 a year. Did you hear what I just said? By making this shift uh, to this new system. So just be mindful of that as you begin to see information about that uh, in church and emails and through our app and what have you. The app's getting an upgrade. The website's getting an upgrade. We're just upgrading and changing everything. And uh, and so to God be the glory for that. All right. All right. So, so tonight, if prayer bless you, so into prayer. Uh, this is the third month, so put a three in it. Do 33, do 30, 31, 313, 39, you know, 3,000 for, you know, you're loaded. 35,000, just go and make it a cool 300,000. All right, you blessed to be a blessing. Let's get these souls saved, all right? But so tonight, be a blessing. That's what blesses you. Last thing we want to do is this. Last thing we want to do is this, is if you are on prayer tonight and you are not a Christian, tonight's your night. You're not watching this by accident. Secondly, if you want to give your life to the Lord and you've fallen away from him, you want to come back to the Lord, do it tonight. You're right. Text to give is effortless. That's why I love text to give. It's my favorite way to give. That's why every week I show you all that video because I want more and more people to do it. All right. Thirdly, if you like Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God. I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure tonight. Guess what? Tonight's your night. On the count of three, I'm going to ask you to simply respond with a hand wave emoji or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I want you to respond tonight. One, no guilt, no condemnation, no condemnation and no same. One, two, three. If that's you, I want you to respond right now. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I want for you to respond right there. Right there. Do that hand wave emoji or say it to me. If you need to become a Christian for the first time, recommit yourself to the Lord. If you like, Bishop Foreman, I'm just not sure, but I want to be sure. I want you to be sure tonight. You said, Bishop, I, I think I prayed this before. Be sure tonight. Five, I'm waiting on you. Four, we are waiting on you. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Three, come on, I see you. Come on, they're responding, y'all. Come on, no guilt, no You're a Bishop Foreman. You're in a safe place. Nobody's going to beat you up or beat you down. We're going to love you and love you to life. Two, come on. I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting. I'm wa I know what happens once I start praying that a lot of people start responding. That's why I do the count. I count because I want to get as many can as I can before I start praying. One, I see you. Come on, keep responding. Everybody, everybody, you can keep responding. Do the hand of the emoji or say it's me. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord. Or be sure. Like, what's recommitting yourself? It's like, you ain't talked to somebody in a while and you reconnect. You're like, hey, okay, so what, we need to get back on the same page, right? That's what you got to do, all right? Here's what I want everybody to do. Pray this with me. And guys, keep responding with that hand of emoji that says me. Even on the replay, I want you to keep responding. You ready? Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for never giving up on me. Thank you for never throwing in the towel on me. I love you because you love me. I receive your love tonight and I have no fear. <laughs> I have no fear that you and I are connected. And for this, I say, thank you. Give me the grace to run this race. Give me the grace to be faithful to you in Jesus name. Amen. 
Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, you know what to do. Or maybe you don't know what to do, so let me tell you what to do. Text the word decision to the phone number 55498. If you just recommitted yourself to the Lord, you text the word decision to 55498. If you weren't sure and now you're sure, you text decision to 55498. And when you do that, we're going to shoot you a text to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. I love you guys tonight. It is 801. Listen, come on. I did good on time today. It's 801. I pray you have an amazing night tonight, guys. Don't miss this series. A couple of things to be mindful of this week. Prayer will replay tomorrow night on Tuesday. On Wednesday, we start the series group therapy. That's 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. I'm, listen, I'm telling you. The, the work, the message is already done. It's going to be powerful. Thursday, we're releasing the Bishop Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast. I'm considering a different time that we'll release it. This series, this message, um, this week's podcast is about a telephobia. Anybody ever felt like you're not good enough? Wave at me. Anybody has ever felt like you're not good enough? Wave at me. That's this Thursday's podcast, and we're going to talk about it from a leadership standpoint. Because lead, listen to me, leaders. A lot of leaders struggle internally. And I'll never tell anybody because they have to be Superman to everybody. A lot of leaders struggle with insecurities. A lot of leaders struggle with thinking they're not good enough, thinking they don't have what it takes. And so um, all of that. So this Thursday, we're going to deal with the telephobia and the Bishop Cameron Foreman Leadership Podcast. Um, that's Thursday. And then Friday. What's happening Friday? Um, I think something's doing it. I think I'm doing a clubhouse or something Friday. Anyway, just watch on social media. And then Saturday night, we got the replay from Wednesday Night Live. And then... Sunday, we got church. All right, so we got something for you. What are you telling me this for, Bishop? I got something for you every day. Every day, I got you covered. Every day, I got you covered. So you're always getting the word. And that's my commitment as a shepherd, especially in times like these. I love you guys. It's 802. Have an amazing night. Go so A prayer bless you. Be a blessing to it. Go so Harvest Church to Church for us. Give. Cash app, Bishop Foreman with the number two, or Harvest Church Give with the number one. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, hello at harvestchurch.church, or Harvest Church Give. When you see, oh, well, I normally would say when you see the V, that's where you're supposed to be, but I don't have the V. The V is not back there. Um, and I don't have on my V ring. I got on my Alpha and Omega ring. But that V, that Harvest Church V, you'll know that's where you're supposed to be. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Bye, Instagram. By Instagram. I learned the other day that I wasn't off of Instagram and I thought I was. <laughs> Bye, guys. Love you. Shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin from makeup remover wipes to hydro boost water gel facial moisturizer. BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.